Welcome back to another episode. I'm Chris. And I'm Justin. And this is Closet Queens. That place was so ratchet. Oh my god, I miss it so much. Mm-hmm. I miss that, that like stage with like the wall mirrors. I because I just probably just because I probably never had seen anything like that before. Yeah, you know. So I thought that was just like so that made it so like magical. I feel like I was only in there like a handful of times. Mm-hmm. No, not even that. Maybe like two or three times. And every time I was always like trashed or really stoned or something yeah well i mean it's, you couldn't really necessarily walk in the building unless you weren't yeah. <laughs> it was like a requirement yeah yeah <laughs> and i don't think most of us were 21 anyway so <laughs> <laughs> i miss those days though like when tracks and pulse and timeout were like all right there and that little try, that little gay triangle. Yeah. Oh my god! And when we got sick of one, we could just run over to the other one. Oh god, that was good. That was good times. Yeah. <laughs> From what I remember. Yeah, exactly. It's just like if memory serves me correctly. <laughs> like those were some shaping years back in my day. <laughs> So I was just curious, like, because I know we talked, we said we were like, well, I like mentioned that we could talk about sexuality Mm -hmm. today. 46 terms (laughs) that describe different sexual orientations. Like what? (laughs) Yeah, it is a complicated Dang. Oh my god, that's a lot. That's a lot. Can we narrow it down? Just to get a nut. (laughs) Just to get a nut. People are, like, attracted to so many different things. Yeah. Maybe let's look at seven types of sexualities. That seems doable. (laughs) (laughs) I can get down with that. Okay. Have you talked to Joshua Recently? Do you stay I, in touch with him? I was thinking about him today, which which was kind of sort of how he like came up a little bit. Didn't he? Didn't he move back home? Mm-hmm. I forgot about and that. And see, I was I was like thinking about formulating a text that I might send at a later date, <laughs> <laughs> um, just to be like, you know, hey, how you doing? Are you still in Ohio? And yeah, what's new? Yeah, or whatever. How's the family? Yeah, you should. But yeah, I was thinking about him. I don't know how it really necessarily came about, but no, I thought about a couple people today. Well, yeah, maybe not today, but like in the past couple of couple of days or weeks. Okay, I guess. I'm just always like, is this a good time? Is this a good time to just check how you're doing? <laughs> yeah. I've kind of, like, given up on, like, I don't know, like, that kind of thing. Like, whenever, like, I feel the need or, like, the desire to reach out to somebody, I just do it. If they, like, want to reach back out, if they don't, like, either way, like, 
great. I don't, I don't like, it's not a big deal, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I care, but, like, we're all busy. <laughs> we're all yeah. adults. We all have stuff going on. And see, my thing is, like, I just, like, would like to send it, like, not even, I want to send a text that doesn't necessarily require a response. You know, just, hey, thinking about you. Yeah. Period. Yeah, I actually, <laughs> that reminded me, I did that to, like, a high school friend recently where I was just like, I haven't talked to her in so long. And, like, this girl, she was just, like, she was just one of those people, like, whenever you're around her, you just, like, are instantly in a good mood. She's just, like, always laughing, always making jokes, just, like, such a, like, warm-hearted person. Um, fucking hilarious. Like, we would, she would make me die laughing, like, all the time in high school. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I was just, like, I haven't reached out to her in a long time. I really need to catch up with her. So I, like, texted her, and I was, like, hey, girl, how you doing? Just thinking about you. Da-da-da-da-da. I was so into it at the time. <laughs> And, you know, she responded back like, oh, my God, miss you, too, blah, blah, blah. And then she was asking how I was doing. And I never responded. Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, my God. The, the moment already left. Like, oh, damn. Like, maybe that makes me a shitty person or something. I don't know. But, like, <laughs> I'm just tired. Much. I just was hoping that you're okay. I didn't want you to tell me you are. Right. <laughs> Well, tell me you're okay. Like, I like to hear it, you uh-huh. know, and everything. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. We don't yeah. have to have, like, a full-blown conversation. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. I don't know why I'm like this, but... <laughs> that is so horrible. Or, what is that, state? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, actually, I really didn't have that much fun over there, either. In Virginia? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, like, we were there for um, a family reunion. Um, so, I mean, like, my favorite family reunions is just, you know, hi. And it's like, hey, we're family. It's like, it's great. Still don't know you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's not helping me open up any any more than I already feel like I will. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I tried going I went to um, some sort of like convenience store maybe it was a gas station Um, and I don't it must have been something else because like I know I was able to get for locals or maybe I was just like planning ahead at that point but like they didn't sell like alcohol or cigarettes or something like that like after a specific time i think it was yeah um so that i just to me that was just unheard of yeah i was like what (laughs) you know and then um i also (laughs) tried going to mcdonald's but like they were closed but it said like drive-through still open so i just walked up to the drive-through okay and they're like you can't do that and I mean, I guess it makes sense, but that was my first time trying that. But does it? I mean, like, <laughs> I don't. I don't see why you can't, right? Because like, you walk up to the first window, you pay, you can just walk up to the next window and grab your food. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's like a safety liability sort of thing. I don't I, know. But I'm assuming that's what it is. I because I mean, I did Google it before, and there was something that I just like. 
briefly read, like I probably read, I didn't read the full sentence. I probably read like a couple words and was like, all right, whatever. You know, it's okay. not like I'm not going to do it again because like I've already been so hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I've already been burned this bad. Thank you, McDonald's. So like, I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to try it again. It's a, it's a drive through, not a walk through. You know? <laughs> so like, I just did not enjoy it. And uh, I also, no matter what I did, I always had to go back in the evening to the room I was sharing with my mom, you know? Yeah. So it just wasn't. <laughs> it didn't do it for you. No, it didn't. <laughs> and I think that was also, no, I think that's a different family reunion I was thinking about. But there was this other family reunion where um, we were talking about like, sexual health and things like that oh okay. and i was just like i mean now i'm thinking whatever but at the time i was thinking to myself why at this family reunion are we talking about sex it's not like we're gonna hook up with a cousin i would hope <laughs> i would hope <laughs> yeah you know because like if i if i went to a hotel for a family reunion I am not turning a grinder because I don't know what I'm going to get, you know? <laughs> right, true. Oh, my God. What if, like, I could probably be getting Cousin so Joe hits, is, like, but, yeah. like, on your grinder or something? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Coming to Roof 205. <laughs> like, Uncle Joe, no! <laughs> distant, distant. How big that dick is. like, no. <laughs> Just kidding. Nuh-uh. Yeah, I don't, like, my family reunions, I only went to, like, a couple, and it was, like, when I was really young, and, like, they're always, like, a lot of my family, especially on my mom's side, they're all from, like, bumfuck, backcountry, like, South Carolina. (laughs) So all I know is we drive for a long-ass time to be in the middle of nowhere, Uh and... They're, they're like farmers of some kind, I believe. It's always like 40, 50 people that I don't know. Um, and some of them like would come up to me and like be like, do you remember me? And you know, da da da, and try to pinch my cheeks and stuff. I'm like, yeah. don't remember you. And then they'd be like, I'll hurt and distraught. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't. Yeah, I <laughs> like, like, you used to do this and that with me. Uh, like all right well i don't remember that (laughs) right like sorry (laughs) i guess you used to pull on my hair and you know i don't know chew it and you would always have take candy from me he's like you don't remember any of that it's like no no i was like two (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's all i really remember of, of my experiences my like family reunions. How many people would you have at yours? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it would just be so much. They'd have, uh, if we had like little daytime outings or whatever, mm-hmm. we'd be filling up buses. Oh my God, buses, like plural? Yeah, at least two or three, you know. Damn. <laughs> I thought like 40 and 50 like was a lot. Yeah, uh, and we'd at least fill up an entire church, you know? Oh, my God. And do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's it's a lot of people. 
Yeah. So it's very overwhelming. Yeah. And then exactly. especially when they're like, Hey cousin or hey family, you know, they'll just say that. Hey family, hey fam, <laughs> blah blah blah. And then, you know, they'll be like, So who's your mom or your dad or whatever? You know, I'll just like tell them the people that I know. And then just like, All right, yeah. Well I'm like, do you know so and so? Well, I'm so and so's cousin's first brother's um ex wife <laughs> who remarried with the like nephew. Girl, I'm not gonna remember this. Yeah, exactly. They 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 just like tell you the entire line why and how they're relevant. Like pull out like a dry erase board, draw a diagram. (laughs) Yeah, like they literally pull up the tree (laughs) and be like, this is where I fall. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. It's too much yeah you know see like family reunions and everything when i don't know them like like you said like for me it's just like it's just too much it's like brain overload and when like my brain gets overloaded like that it's like i just i I don't i don't care anymore like Mm -hmm. i'm sorry i'm just distraught (laughs) yeah i'm in full retreat mode yeah exactly like retreat get away (laughs) like let me just like run to like the most secluded place and if somebody finds me, then I guess I'm talking, I'm bonding with that one. <laughs> right. I'll bond with that one, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then that'll be like my friend throughout the the event. Mm-hmm. But See, other than that, it's like, no, I just can't just walk up to everybody and be like, hey, cuz, our fam. Right. So do you want to try talking about sexuality? Well, what are the, did you pull up the... So, yeah, I found, like, this website that's, like, it's called Medical News Today. Never heard of it, but, like, it has the word medical in it, so they're probably somewhat legit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does it have, is it, like, a .org, edu, gov? Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> We're going with it, Justin. Okay. Okay. Allosexual. It says this is an umbrella term. A person who identifies as allosexual uh, typically feels sexual attraction towards other people. They may also want to have sex with a partner. Break that down one more time. That's pretty much every, well, most people then, right? A person who identifies as allosexual typically feels sexual attraction toward other people. People who identify with this orientation may also identify with other with other sexuality, such as gay, lesbian, or bisexual. Okay. All right. Next one. Whatever. Androsexual. People who consider themselves androsexual feel attraction towards men, males, or perceived masculinity irrespective of whether or not they were assigned male at birth. Okay. Anybody oh, who identifies as that's, male. That's cute. I, I could get on board with that. Okay. I like, um, I like masculinity. Oh, just, or just masculinity? They don't even have to identify as male? Yeah. Okay. It says whether or not they were assigned male at birth. Okay, so it could be someone that's transgender and just presents themselves as mm-hmm. masculine. Yeah, because I was also wondering if it was also like considering maybe like even like somebody that would be typically called a butch lesbian. Yeah. You know, because maybe 
I thought that's what it was also encompassing, like just the, oh, the the masculinity in general. But we don't know. Yeah, we don't. So. <laughs> Next, a romantic. A person who identifies as aromantic may not feel any romantic attraction toward anyone. People who are aromantic may not want a relationship beyond friendship. Those who identify with this orientation may also identify with another orientation. Okay, so it's a person... Well, is that not asexual? Um, I did see a video, it was a BuzzFeed video, where they were talking about, like, aromanticism and asexuality. Oh, yeah. So, like, um, I think aromantic is more of basically, like, you don't want to actually be in, like, a romantic relationship, you know? Oh. So, like, I oh, guess... Oh, so, oh. You, you, um, <laughs> I... I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I mean, I... I... Somebody, yeah, somebody Somebody who, who just, just, like, doesn't think that they need like a committed relationship okay you know they just don't feel like that and then like asexual asexual is more of just like you know they they don't necessarily need or see the point or just don't feel the need for sex you know it's not okay. like it's not an important part of a, a relationship okay but maybe they'd still ha be in a relationship it just doesn't mean that like sex is the most important aspect to them of a yeah okay okay that's basically what this says here for asexual but then it says that there's like there are lots of subcategories is yeah. that what you're about to look uh -huh. at okay <laughs> yeah oh my god is there a quick way to run through them i mean we we can like i said we can only like cut it out um yeah we're at 22 minutes okay um so there's sex averse this is a this is when a person is averse to or entirely disinterested in sex and sexual behavior. Sex favorable. Uh, a person has positive feelings towards sex in some situations. Sex indifferent. This refers to those who feel neutral about sex and sexual behavior. Sex repulsed. Self-explanatory. Mm -hmm. um, Cupiosexual. If someone identifies as cupiosexual, they do not experience sexual attraction, but still desire to engage in sexual behavior or have a sexual relationship. Uh, libidos, libido, libidoist asexual um, refers to those who are asexual and experience sexual feelings that they can satisfy with masturbation or self-stimulation. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gray sexual, those who are gray sexual experience sexual attraction either infrequently or not very intensely. Gray romantic, people who identify as gray romantic may experience romantic attraction either rarely or not very strongly. Honestly, I feel like I could identify with like a few of those. Mm -hmm. And they all, like there's like several that kind of like could easily kind of be considered the same thing, I feel like. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> let's keep moving. So we have scoliosexual, people who identify as uh, that typically only feel attraction toward people who are non-binary. So you would have to know the person's non-binary before you felt wow. attracted to them. So like literally somebody like that at this point now that... Uh 
Demi. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Demi just got real attractive to like these Uh guys or these girls or whoever. Just got on their radar. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're like, oh, Demi Lovato. Yeah. We know what queer is, honey. Read it anyway, because I actually actually want to hear it because I've just been using that like willy nilly because I thought it was like a blanket term. And people do kind of use it differently. That's, yeah. Um, so this definition, it says people of all sexualities under the LGBT, LGBTQIA plus umbrella may also identify as queer. They may use the term queer to reclaim it as historically many have used the term as a slur. That's kind of how I use it. Uh-huh. Um, and then it says unless a person is a member of the LGBTQIA plus community, it is generally not a good idea to use this term. <laughs> Okay. So yeah, I would agree with that 100%. That's how I use it. As a slur? No. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, to reclaim it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, polysexual people who identify as uh, this feel sexual romantic attraction toward more than one gender. Panromantic. So these people experience romantic attraction but not sexual attraction to somebody mm-hmm. of any gender or sex. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I've heard that one before. Huh. You're so cultured. Panromantic and pansexual, which are different. Yeah, so this one is pansexual and omnisexual. It says, these sexual orientations refer to people who feel attraction toward people of all genders and sexes. A typical identifier uh, for those who are pansexual is that gender is not a huge factor in sexual or romantic attraction. While there is overlap between those two terms in bisexuality and polysexuality, some people may prefer to use one term over the other. Yeah, okay. and that's what I kind of thought about that other one that we were kind of sort of trying to figure out. The one that's like basically saying I'm that type of sexual, but like I draw the line somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Which one was that again? Spectrosexual. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. So maybe not the entire spectrum, just a specific. Yeah, specific oh, like. All right, there we go. <laughs> we got that one solved. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, what's that? Yeah, is there another one that you just haven't heard of before? Um. Gynosexual or gynosexual, I think I'm pronouncing that correct. Okay. Um, people who identify as this feel sexual attraction toward women, females, and perceive femini- femininity, irrespective of whether or not they are, were assigned female at birth. Okay, so that's the same as the one we were looking at earlier about masculinity, but this one's femininity. Okay. Femininity. I don't know why that's so hard for me to say. Um, so don't say it enough. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. So demisexual is a person who feels sexual attraction toward a person with whom they have already established a strong emotional bond. Honestly, if I'm anything, I think I would, I, I, I might even you say, say I'm demisexual. What you, what you, um, true. Like mm-hmm. what I would identify as. Yeah. Um, but I, I strongly relate to that. Okay, this auto. Did, we, did you already do the autos? I don't think so. Oh, I probably, probably should be saying that. The autoromantics and autosexual. So, autoromantic, 
those who are all total romantic experience a romantic attraction toward themselves. Oh. Whoa. This does not mean that they do not experience romantic attraction toward others as well. So narcissists. I mean. <laughs> right? No, probably not. There has been people who've married themselves. What? Yeah. Shut up. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, we got to look this up. i i I think i've definitely seen a man that's married himself and then i think there's also been a man that's well i mean not himself but like a car like there are things like that oh meet the woman there there are people like that i'm sorry what is oh there's a word for another word for it sologamy (laughs) sologamy wow i was gonna say sologamy Solo. It looks like solo gamey, kind of. Mm-hmm. Solo gamey. Autosexuality is any form of sexual arousal or stimulation that occurs without the participation of another individual, for example, masturbation, sexual dreams, or sexual fantasies, according to the American Psychological Association. Making love to oneself. All right, well... Okay, making love to oneself may be considered masturbating to some, but there are people whose sexual and romantic, autoromantic orientations are toward themselves, from self-love to dating and marrying, sologamy, which is not recognized legally. So I guess, I don't know, from what I'm grabbing from this without trying to do too much reading, Mm -hmm. is that sologamy is... Um, just, just the act of, just like the the marrying part, you know, because okay. like, you know, I guess polyamory. That's also like relationship thing. Like mm-hmm. it's dealing with the whole relationship part, and with sologamy, it's just a relationship with yourself. So yeah. I think that I think sologamy is just talking about the relationship with yourself, and gotcha. auto auto-sexuality and auto-romantic is, you know, I guess the sexual and or romantic Like, way you identify with your sexuality. Yeah. Kind of. Something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, like, right. well, we just we just read auto-romantic, so I think that's just when you're just in love with yourself. Romantically. Yeah. But then there's auto-sexual where you're sexually attracted toward yourself. Where you're just like, oh, I'm so hot. Like, there's nobody hotter than I am. <laughs> okay, yeah. I think those are the differences. Yeah. But, like, it's all kind of sort of, like, intertwined, but, like, those are the distinctions. Okay. All right. I think that's another... <laughs> We've solved another one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was confused for a second. Yeah. And there's so many, there's just so many, like, different, like, forms of sexuality, period. Like, e- I, like even the ones that are on here, like, I know there's, like, so many more out there. Like, people are mm-hmm. attracted to their cars, you know? And yeah. people are attracted to, like, the Eiffel Tower. Like, there's a person that married the Eiffel Tower. Oh. Um, so... How are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Oh my god! Especially after the year we've been through, when you had to stay indoors, couldn't <laughs> see their mate. What was twenty twenty like for you? Oh my god! You couldn't go see your boo. Yeah, just like so, so far apart. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know if they live. I don't think there's an apartment in the apartment in the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> maybe they live somewhere like nearby, so they yeah. can at least just like open up the window. I would assume so. Mm-hmm. Yell out, <laughs> babe, <laughs> babe. Babe. <laughs> I made sourdough. <laughs> you want some of this French bread? <laughs> just like take a piece and throw it in the general direction. <laughs> oh God. Love is love. We're not shitting on it. Yeah, no. We're, <laughs> we're just making fun of it. <laughs> I'm just oh kidding. no. <laughs> no, not really. Oh, but okay. see, no, it's like because I mean, obviously, like there's the at some point, all of these things were just like so either like unheard of, taboo. Obviously, still today, like there's a lot that's just like unacceptable. Yeah. Um. So it's like there's some that's just like not. Well, I don't even want to go into that. Actually, never mind. Well, what, like, incest and stuff? And pedophilia and things oh, like that. And, oh, um, yeah. What's it called? Like, the one where you're, like, into animals. Like, that kind. Uh, beast, bestiality? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think I want to open up that bag. Yeah. No, we don't have to go into that. Because, I mean, like, I guess, like, who knows if they'll ever have their moment. But, like, we're not even talking about that. Yeah. But there's also, like... I don't know, like, it's not so much a thing anymore, but for a long time, um, homosexuality was lumped in with those things. Exactly. Sexuality, pedophilia, Which especially. is why I was, like, trying to, like, kind of sort of bring it up, but mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't. I would like to think that we're at a point in society where, like, people can very clearly tell there's a huge difference between the two things and that they're in no way connected. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because... Yeah. Um, I think with most of the ones that we were going through, like, it's still, like, I think most of these relationships and sexuality um, and those, like, spectrums, it mm-hmm. really would only, in a perfect world, are, like, it's intended to be between two consenting people. Right. Or, in some people's cases, just themselves. Right, true. <laughs> their their own adult-ass self, you know? <laughs> so that's where, I guess, you can, like, kind of sort of cut out animals, children's, and, I guess, inanimate objects is really nobody's <laughs> business. Because, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are people that have relationships with their vibrator, you know? Well, well and yeah, dildos, that's true. Stuff, you know? yeah. Flashlights. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure there's like a spectrum for that too. Surely, is there? I'm googling it right now. Is <laughs> there a re, le, I don't even know what to call it. Is there a ship with him? And see, I don't want this to like be on my um, cookies or whatever. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. why you're incognito mode. <laughs> <laughs> Your FBI agent is like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, it's called object sexuality or objectophilia is a form of sexual or romantic attraction focused on particular inanimate objects. Individuals with this attraction may have strong feelings of love, 
and commitment to certain items or structures of their fixation. Wow. So, I mean, see, I feel like that, that's just somebody's own business. Yeah. I guess as long as they're not, like... Doing harm to anybody or anything. Or, I guess, government-owned or protected property. <laughs> right. You know, because it's like, what, I mean, I'm sure there are people what? out there that might just really have, like, a deep bond with the White House, but they just can never see it. Right. <laughs> you know? That brings me back to the Eiffel Tower dude. Like... I have so many questions. Like, what? Yeah. Like, the guy that, like, there was a guy on, I, I don't remember what show it was. It was one of those TLC shows. You know how, like, crazy those shows can get. Mm-hmm. Um, this dude had, like, a sexual relationship with his car, and he was, like, in love with his car, and I just have so many questions that I want to ask him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I remember seeing like some clips or something about that. It was a red car, right? Yeah. 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 Um, and it's just like, okay, at least that's his car. And, you know, like he can do what he wants with it essentially. But like when it comes to things like the Eiffel Tower, like you don't have any like financial, like, uh, say or you know like you know what i'm trying to say like yes you, no. you don't have any rights you don't have and, yeah, any papers any ownership to, like yeah, yeah any to be like i did i get a piece of this right yeah <laughs> like i feel like you'd have to go through like the french government or something mm-hmm. <laughs> and like i feel like i don't know how well that would go over <laughs> yeah but i don't know um but i mean it's really like no judgment like I'm making jokes and all, but like, uh-huh. I mean, do you, whatever makes you happy, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Cause I mean, I'm sure like, honestly, beyond, it's nice to know these terms, but like, I just don't see myself getting deeply involved. Right. There's just like so many people that want to put a label on everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Eh, I could identify as like six or seven of those things that we talked about. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't necessarily feel the need or desire to like specifically like claim something and like own it as like, you know, something I identify myself as, you know? Yeah. Because I... Because people are constantly, just like with these terms, like just people in general are constantly like evolving as they go throughout life. Exactly. Always changing and... Mm-hmm. you're always developing your tastes and your interests and yeah so i mean like it's really hard to always just like fit yourself in one box but i mean mm-hmm. me i kind of like having like at least something to go off of yeah because i mean it's just like you know it's like you know maybe it on the entire what bullseye I want you to at least try to hit this mark. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you yeah. Know? Like, you like, know, get hit, hit in the ballpark. <laughs> like, get in the ballpark, you know? Yeah. Right. Because like, yeah, I don't want to be wasting other people's time either. True, right. Or leading people on. Mm-hmm. No, because I'm just that desirable. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, do you hit this, this, and that? Like the scoliosexual, was that that? yeah it is Uh just like okay like you're fine until you're trying to get to me now you need to (laughs) (laughs) now you gotta make sure you hit all the marks right yeah because i say anybody's fine but 
Oh yeah, it's called, that's the one where people are attracted to somebody who's non-binary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe not that one. Maybe not Which that one? one. The Spectra, I think that's what it was. Spectra, yeah. Spectra there we sexual. go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like you said, it's kind of like a like a bullseye or like a, like, you know, darts, like the game mm-hmm. darts. You just throw it. That makes sense. I just I want you to that. be like, you know. As long as you're on the board. Yeah. Yeah. My board would just say, would just be gay. And then, you know, there's different intricacies, um, like, in there. Yeah, because I'd be like, you'd be like, I don't know. Like, are you, like, are you daddy gay? (laughs) (laughs) Twinkie. Yeah, uh uh-huh. There's all those. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh man, she's like, oh, what am I feeling today? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. While we're on the subject, like, what do you like? Do you have a preference of like daddy or wolf or otter or twink or like any of those? I think as like a different person. Well, yeah, just like as far as like your attraction for okay. like other people, I guess. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I, I think I'm moving on from twink. I, I think <laughs> okay. I think I want to be a twink. I think that's all I've ever wanted to be, but I've just never been there. So I like, think you have. Well, I never considered myself because maybe I just never felt like I was skinny enough or hairless enough. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you do have to be like silky smooth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think anywhere like. But when I say jock, I'm thinking like also kind of sort of like silky smooth and muscly. Yeah. And uh-huh. like I, I mean that would be nice. But for me, that's just like a little too. I don't want anybody obsessed with like the gym. Yeah. You know. Then I just feel like that's just un. I feel like that'd be somebody that's so unattainable. Yeah. And I don't want to be around anybody that even makes me think that. Exactly. It puts so much pressure on you mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, they're going out every day and working out for six hours. Like, yeah. And my fat ass is at home like, uh-huh. watching Netflix or whatever. And like, daddy sounds nice, but like when I think of daddy, I'm just, it, that also just seems like somebody is a generational gap. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think about that or just like, you know, at some point, like when things are going well, it'd always just be like, you're so immature, mm-hmm. you know? And then like... Not making as much as Are they going to like try to hold, hang that over you or, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want that either. Damn. Yeah. What do I like? Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I definitely love them like beautiful and striking. Mm-hmm. But also like when I think about my track record, it's more like... um you know, kind of sort of handsome, but like the urkelness of them all is just the what urkel. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah, that, that's like a like quir- like quirky. Okay, that's a good word. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they definitely always have like a quirkiness to them, just like super awkward. Like you know, one moment it's very endearing, and the next moment it's just something that annoys the hell out of you. Okay, yeah, but, I could, yeah, there, yeah, there's um. There's people I, I know like that. Yeah, <laughs> but I just don't know what like what what that is. Like I don't yeah. know if that's like part of twink or. Jogger. I think you just like, I don't know, quirky people. I don't. 
yeah i don't know if that's like a yeah label like we're trying to like exactly put on it but because i mean like i could definitely like label myself i would say otter okay yeah right and i mean like i didn't even come up with that charles told me (laughs) (laughs) oh charles i didn't even know that term until he said it oh yeah uh huh, and here just like you know somebody's skinny and hairy, and I was just like, "What?" And then he just rubbed my chest, <laughs> and I was like, "I'm," hurt. <laughs> you know, I, I was just like, "Ooh, that hurts," but like, yeah, it's true. See, I think, I think that's where I get a little confused, just because like to me, like otter and wolves. I think, I think wolves are a thing. I think that's. Ah. I think I, I I think of those as the same thing, uh-huh. like skinny, twinkish, but like they have some hair. I think wolves have a little bit more maturity. Oh, is that what it is? That's what I would think. I don't know. Okay. Let's ask Google. <laughs> oh my gosh, because if we're if we're asking me, I mean, I'll I would go for a daddy. I'll I, yeah, I'm kind of like you. Yeah, I don't know about a twink. Mm-hmm. I'm a little, a little over that, but like, definitely like otter or like, I don't know. I just like men. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I am typing wolves versus otters. Gay. <laughs> okay, bears versus otters versus wolves. Here's the rundown. Ooh. And we're getting this from villagevoice.com. So, bears are chubby, hairy, masculine gay males who like beer and flannel shirts, but that's just the superficial definition. I'm glad we said that. Okay, yeah. There's more to it, which you'll learn if you read the link. Okay, but we're not going to click it. Um, (laughs) Cubs are basically young bears. Otters are slimmer and less hairy bear admirers. Whoa. Huh? I did not know. Bear admirers. I did not know that. Okay. And wolves are bears that are more aggressive and overtly masculine. What? Ooh, I don't... I had a completely different, like... I don't know. Idea of what that was. Yeah. I don't know if that answered anything. Yeah. (laughs) But, like... (laughs) It's the end of the article? (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty much... It was pretty much over. Okay, popular gay slang inspired by the animal kingdom. This is from pride.com. Okay, oh my gosh. There's they, a chicken? No, well, chicken slash twink slash twunk. Oh. So I guess it's all the same. A twink is the polar opposite of a bear, skinny and hairless and often a little more on the feminine side. Chicken is a word used to describe a young twink and twunk is a more muscular twink. Think Justin Bieber. I didn't think he was that muscular until he, like, got older. Until he got older, yeah. Okay, and now Otter, someone who's in between a twink and a bear. Medium build and hairy. Otters come in all ages with all different types of facial hair. Otters often trim their chest hair and manscape their bodies, but always leave at least some hair. And see, that's what I'm trying to accept. (laughs) (laughs) About yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I feel yeah. I feel like I, I guess I'm an otter. I don't know. I would. I wouldn't say so. Well, I have I have hair. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. It's not a lot. It's just blonde. 
<laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Okay, wolf. Similar to an otter, a wolf has some hair and is in between a twink and a bear. However, there are some key differences between wolves and otters. Wolves typically have a lean, muscular build and are sexually aggressive. All right. Jim <laughs> uh, Rat. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know that was like I a... did not know that. Okay, the gym rat, the gay man who spends every waking minute at the gym talking about how he needs to go to the gym or how he's coming from the gym. Oh, that made me roll my eyes just like reading it. Every time, every time Charles and Josh would talk like that, I'd hate it (laughs) so much. What? There's a giraffe? An incredibly tall gay man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I did not know this. Oh, ooh, ooh, pig. Ooh. As you might imagine, pigs are more focused on sex than anything else, often into kinkier and somewhat seedier sexual practices. <laughs> there is, I mean, just like side note, there is this one porn star, and I think he's called Pig Boy, and that is definitely up that. Oh my god. That that is that is pretty much his. His, his line of work. Okay. All yeah. right. Shout out to all the pig boys. <laughs> Chicken Hawk. An older man who sexually pursues younger chickens, twinks, and twats. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Pulse in Myrtle Beach That's... was infested with these people. <laughs> I know. Like, I mean, I thought, like, now I need to know what the difference is between Chicken Hawk and just a sexual predator. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unicorn urban dictionary has the best definition a bisexual person usually though not always female who is willing to join an existing couple often with the presumption that this person will date and become sexually involved with both members of that couple Uh and not demand anything or do anything that might cause problems or inconvenience to that couple what they're called unicorns because bisexuals like these don't or rarely exist <laughs> what? Wait, okay, so okay, so it's a person who can go both ways. They're attracted to men and women. They're not looking for a committed relationship or they are only looking for some two people that are already in a committed relationship and they're just trying to become become a third. Uh, yeah, well, a I'll, sexual third, not a romantic third. A freelance third. <laughs> freelance third. Okay. That's what it sounds like. Interesting. And okay. I, and I, I guess it's um, specifically, what, a hetero relationship? Because you can get male and female. Oh. Or just anybody. Like, just a person that wants both worlds. You got the best yeah. of both worlds. But without any commitment itself. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Now we have pup. As part of pup play, a form of kink that is becoming more popular in the gay community, men act as puppies and have handlers. The handler treats their puppies like they would their own dog, with love and affection. It's a great introduction for gay men interested in kink and has a pretty relaxed power dynamic as far as kink goes. Transition! Have you have you been keeping up with like 
Britney Spears and her whole situation? I mean, I just only heard whatever just like crosses um, like my Instagram feed. And like also there's like a couple podcasts that just like talks about it or whatever. But like mm-hmm. I've heard a little clip of Britney Spears speaking out on it. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of sort of gotten just like the gist of she basically wants out. It's been 13 years and um, she didn't even know that she could ask for the conservatorship to um, end. Yeah. Like she didn't know that that was like one of her rights or yeah. whatever. And I bet they didn't, they kept that information from her, mm-hmm. like the people around her. Yeah. And um like just recently, like before you got here, I saw that um, whatever she was trying to appeal or whatever, like I guess whatever she was asking for, like it's just like not happening. And mm-hmm. instead, Bill Cosby's free. Girl, I am distraught. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad when I opened my phone this morning and saw everything that was going on. Because like when I talked to you earlier, I think it was yesterday or something, I texted you and I told you I wanted to talk about Britney. Mm-hmm. Um, I was still just thinking that we were going to talk about just her situation and the conservatorship and, you know, her just like popping off and just having all this confidence out of nowhere to like stand up where, you know, the past couple of years, she's been so not in the limelight at all, at least like maybe her music has been and like her performance side of like who she is, but everything else has been like so like she's been so in the dark i feel like or just very like you know uh weird i don't want to say weird but like she would post like um cryptic things on her social media that like were really hard to like make sense of it was just really hard to like for me to like or for a lot of people i guess to know what she was going through so when like all of this started to happen and unfold over the past couple weeks I'm just like, go off, sis. Like, mm-hmm. tell your truth. You're almost 40 years old. Like, you deserve to have your own life. Da, 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 yeah. da. And then I opened my phone this morning, and a man that has been raping, drugging dozens of women for fucking decades is set free from jail through whatever shit ass fucking. <laughs> loophole legal situation is going on but Brittany is denied her conservatorship and be able to end it and live her life the wish that she wants to i'm just i'm I, I, i'm at a point where I, I really don't even know what to say because just saying that alone is just so like how did we get here you know what i mean yeah like, like what, what is this America that we're living? You should see the text that I sent Joe this morning. I like, it, like I was at work doing stuff. I really shouldn't have been texting, but I sent him this like long, like fucking, I don't know, novel of a text message just about Brittany and Bill Cosby and just like <laughs> how fucked up these situations are and yeah. how like, it felt like progress when Bill Cosby was sent to jail. Was sent to jail. He uh-huh. was the start of the Me Too movement. Yeah, that whole situation. And girl, I'm distraught. <laughs> I'm distraught. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, and I mean, like, I just, I mean, for me, I'm just like a little more um, blasé about it because I feel like there's just always so many 
different types of movements happening and whatnot and like maybe there's just like a little bit of progress or whatever but like things keep popping up is because like there's just like a little band-aid put on it's like one step forward two steps back is what it feels like to me yeah or like just not even just addressing one quick fix of a problem but not like the the like systematicness of it all is not there's no solution to that necessarily right because it's so like deeply rooted in just the way like our legal system mm-hmm. works here that it's just it's so beyond repair like you you can't just it's not something that you can just fix yeah and i don't even i just don't even know um like it, it's hard to like figure out what's going on the actual like deep rootedness of it but then like also just like the entire like behind the scene like the actual underground stuff it's just like who knows what's right who knows but it's hard the to stuff we don't find, know about it's hard to find the people to really just like lash out on it and be like <laughs> you know come correct or you know lose your job right yeah you're talking about like cancel culture or um no i'm like i just there's just different things that are like in my head like with um uh what is it palestine and syria oh global warming black lives matter asian we have like britney bigger problems uh are just like so many problems and it's just like whose fault is this because it has to like start with like one small group of people um or maybe not one but like multiple small groups of people like who are these people that actually have like the power whatever who are the ones that are always pulling the strings whenever you think that you're making progress then all of a sudden like somewhere else something like goes bad or wrong when it could have been like an easily fixed problem or um all you got to do is just help the people that are screaming for help you know yeah it's just like it just seems like it's so complicated yet so simple type of thing but like that's just me talking when i don't even know exactly what's where to where to begin understanding understanding what's going on yeah and so like that's how it is kind of sort of like with britney it's just like everyone's like targeting the dad and the sister or in the 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 feeds that i've been looking at you know Mm -hmm. they're just like you know fuck this dad and um jamie lynn where you at yeah all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and um but and she like came out with a statement i guess but like yeah a lot of people weren't having it still i guess yeah (laughs) like i listened to i listened to the statement and um uh i was i was like all right well she said her statement but then i looked at the comments and i was just like all right, well, I guess something's wrong with it, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, like, where to necessarily stand because, I mean, there are these people that were obviously targeting, but they're not the ones that made the decision that Brittany herself, who's been pleading, let me out. They, they didn't, like, deny it. Who denied it? Because it was, like, you know, the judge or whatever. And, like, yeah. who are the people that, I guess, are, like, in cahoots with the person that ultimately came forward and was, like, hey, Brittany, sorry, but you're going to stay in this conservatorship. You know? Yeah. It's just, like, who are those people? Yeah. There's no name. There's no name or face to those people. Yeah. I think it's definitely, like, 
It's definitely Jamie Spears, her dad, and he probably, whether through money or whatever, um, is just like, you know, manipulating the people around her to do what he wants and to get whatever he wants out of her. So you just gotta like find the people that he's paying. Right. Because they're always the ones with like the power, you know, see, it's just like trying to get like deeper, deeper in there. Like where is the, who's the root person? Like, who do I need to knock? Well, not really knock out because we don't condone violence (laughs) on this podcast. But like, who needs to be taken out of the mix or who needs to be like really targeted? Like you are destroying this person's life. Yeah. And what's crazy to me is the fact that because of the conservatorship, she is the one that is paying for her dad's lawyer, Mm -hmm. her lawyer. She's paying for all of this, everything. She's like literally against her will running her own prison. Yeah, yeah, that she's a prisoner of. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. It's insanity. She's the inmate, poor girl. And I mean, I still, like, I feel like we still may not know the full story. There might be still, like, she might have, I, I, don't, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't say that, but there, there, there might be, like, other um, things going on that we don't know about. But there's for sure the people manipulating her and the situation and just trying to get money out of it. Did you see that clip of um, her from, I think it was like 2018 or something like that. Um, I think it was at her Vegas residency where um, she was like very sarcastically saying like to the audience, like, oh, I have a 104 degree fever right now. She was being forced to, to perform when she was extremely sick, no one should be doing that when they have a 104 degree fever. I heard that. I heard about it. I heard people talking about it. It's just, it's insanity. Like, and then you have the nerve to like come out with a statement saying that you love your daughter and you want nothing but happiness for her. And you're sad to, that she feels this way. Suck my dick, bitch. You don't give a fuck about your daughter. That's my personal opinion. Just for like the roundout since Pride did come to an end and stuff like that. I just wanted to, because I did just happen to have like such a, I guess, gay filled weekend. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, like it was just like on YouTube. Like it was just like great to have like a little Pride moment. Or I felt like, I felt like happy that I was, it was um a little pride celebrate celebratory moment that i could just like have in the comfort of my own home okay. didn't have to leave or go anywhere <laughs> yeah but like i just got on youtube and um like there was this little um <laughs> pride event going on i guess led by trixie um of course <laughs> yeah she's like our leader at this point <laughs> <laughs> she is like she um at her bar in what wisconsin milwaukee she has a bar now? Yeah, and it's called, like, This Is It or something like that. Oh, shit. Pop off, sis. Uh-huh. It, it's, like, I think it's it's in one of her home. Wherever the hell Tracy comes from. Oh, my God. From. She has a makeup line. She has, like, three YouTube channels, like, four shows. Mm-hmm. Like, now she has a bar? The one that I think is, like, the first bar she ever performed at in her hometown. Oh, my God. And now she she's the owner or co-owner of it. Um, so she, like, had, um, 
Monet, Kimchi was there, and then like maybe a couple others. I just don't really know their names. Oh, okay. Um, but they had like a little drag shows and stuff like that. Like Monet, she performed uh, "Bitch and Beyonce," and then <laughs> Trixie, she performed like Malib- Malibu. I was about to say Malibu, but um, <laughs> like Malibu is the song, and then Malibu is a shade on one of her um, Trixie cosmetics. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, but like it was. I thought that was just like it was just like so nice watching, and then like in addition to that, there was. Um, Grubhub was doing like this little private event where they had um, Troy Sivan and Kim Petras just yeah. doing like a um, some performances. Mm-hmm. And Kim Petras, she was really good. I just wasn't there for her. Oh, you know, like just I, the I, performance, or uh, yeah, and nice girl. Because I mean, I stayed for the for the performance, and because she came she went on first she did her performance and then there was a Q&A and then Troy Savon and then he did his Q&A um and you know I would, I'm just more familiar with Troy so mm-hmm. um that's what I was like waiting for so like when Kim came on first it was like girl you are so good you're so sweet but it's been an hour <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> and like even in the comments people were like where's Troy where's Troy but like Kim was still really good and really sweet. Like, I mean, when I was listening to her uh, Q&A, I felt like I could relate to her more. And, like, she also, um, I remember Charles was like, do you know Kim Petras? Because she's German. Oh, And I was like, I didn't know her name, but I just had remember seeing um, her in a documentary before, you know, because she's also trans. Um, Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I've been listening to her a few of her songs for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, it was just, like, nice. And I really, uh, when she was, like, talking in her Q&As and stuff, I was just, like, really relating to her because she says she loves ramen. She wants to go to Japan. Okay. And um, she likes watching anime. Yeah. I was just, like, you know, girl after my own heart <laughs> you know and, you got me at anime. yeah <laughs> and um and then troy came on and it's like with troy savant <laughs> every time i like l- listen to like some of his music and stuff i'm just like this person is just really good you know i really like it but like i just never never really think about him until i see him yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I could, um, I feel that. Yeah. Cause I, I like when I'm like on Spotify, for example, like I, I always go to like other things and then like sometimes like he'll pop up or one of his songs that I've liked or whatever. I'm just like, Oh yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I never go out of my way to like play, but then, um, but like with that said, I do have his. I, I don't know if it's his first album or whatever. I don't know all that. But like the Blue Neighborhood mm-hmm. one, I have that like saved like as an saved on my Spotify like as an album. Like I just like it, listening to it like through. Yeah, you know this. So I I really do like his music. I just be in the mood for it. I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, I have a few albums like that where like I just like to listen. I don't like to listen to like the individual songs but for Mm -hmm. some reason when i listen to like the whole thing like it's just you know it's its own thing yeah Mm -hmm. 
Um, so that was like really good. And um, also the funny thing about Choice of I watched um, a um, Architects Digest uh, video where they, it's basically like celebrities showing their homes. Okay. You know, I guess it's kind of like, I guess a fancier MTV Cribs type of Yeah, that's where situation. my mind went. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he was like, yeah, I just uh, came back home and bought this house and stuff like that. And I did not know that he was like Australian. I um, Troy Sivanis? Uh-huh. I like, no, I've, I I've, heard him, I've heard him talk like briefly and things like that. And I was just like, oh, that's weird. Well, I mean, not weird, but it's just like, what accent is that? I'm not really going to bother with it. It must be British or Canadian. <laughs> See, I think maybe I was thinking British. Uh-huh. Okay. I didn't realize he was Australian. Yeah. And, and then like, he was just like, yeah, back Australia, blah, blah, blah. And like, I actually was like listening to him speak, uh-huh. especially after my like little obsession with um, BuzzFeed Oz. Oh. <laughs> In addition to that, I was just like so fascinated that he was Australian. And I mean, I just think they're, I mean, the way they talk sometimes, you know, I, I just think that like Australia just keeps bringing it with just random bizarreness, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> so like when Troy Savon was just like, yeah, I'm Australian. I was just like, and Australia did it again. <laughs> <laughs> They've done it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then um, after the Tricks of Mattel special, I guess, um, then Demi Lovato came on and um, she sang a couple things and then had some people um, come in and talk. And um, that was really nice. And then they closed it out with Demi Lovato singing some other song with um, like this trans choir. And then um, Noah Cyrus came out. And like when I heard, when I saw the name Noah Cyrus, I was like, you mean like Miley Cyrus? And then like she actually comes out and the cameras on her stuff. I was like, who looks like Miley? <laughs> yeah, her sister. You know, and I didn't know that. Okay. So I was just like, what the hell? You know, I went on the Googler and <laughs> it was like, who's Noah Cyrus? And they said like Miley Cyrus sister. And then I had to type in like, how many? Miley Cyrus siblings because I didn't there's know there's a that. lot. Yes, there was like five other people, Miley mm-hmm. not included. So I guess there were like six of them all together. Uh-huh. I did not know. One of her brothers was um I don't know if I think he was a vocalist on um Metro Station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I didn't know that until like somebody said it, but like I I eventually knew that. But, yeah. But I just thought, okay, well, wow, she has a brother, and then I don't know. 10 years later, oh, she has a sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Little did you know. <laughs> they just keep coming. And I the mean, she was, just keep coming. Yeah. And I mean, like the sister, when she was singing with Demi, I was like, wow, she is so good. And she looked bougie. Those nails. I was like, she. Noah Cyrus? Uh huh. Okay. She just looked rich. Sing, okay. You know, just like singing whatever touching choir background song they're singing. I was like, I wish I could come over here singing basically like something like um, Amazing Grace done to the nines, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't want to look like, I don't need no grace because I am grace. I am the grace. <laughs> <laughs> As I sing 
as I sing this touching song, but I was just so impressed. She has, um, she has like a few songs that have been like number ones and stuff. You probably re would recognize them. Um, but the ones that are popping up right now, I'd... Yeah. well, that's nice. Yeah. You had your own little pride weekend. Uh-huh. And I, I wore my little gay shirt with my rainbow pin. <laughs> just, <laughs> just in the house. I was like, look at me being festive without having to go nowhere. I think that's what like really just like did it for me because yeah. I didn't have to work in the morning. Of course. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that was just like my little round out to pride. Pride I, month. I didn't really do anything, but I'm hoping that next year I'll be able to a go to my first pride mm -hmm. and b go to my first music festival because ah. i've not done either one of those and i'm just i really want to i just need to experience those mm -hmm. so badly yeah i <laughs> i'm a little scared about parts of like pride but i'm sure it'll be fun yeah just yeah. like with the fetishes and the kinks and people having sex like out in the open like that kind of craziness. Oh, okay. That's the part that I'm like. See, I well, think that depends on what what city you're going. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. You know, because I mean, I sure, I'm sure you won't find that like in Folly. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, my plan is not to go like to Folly <laughs> or Myrtle. Yeah. No. Well, actually, you probably find that just not like official on the official like agenda. <laughs> right. <laughs> You'll see it. It'll be there. Yeah. But... <laughs> oh my gosh. Appear. But no, I'd like to go to like like a I want I want like a good pride experience. You know I would I mean? love to do like a proper well, I mean like I've been to a couple like actual proper pride events, but like it'd be nice to go somewhere that's like like pride in San Francisco because I feel like yeah. that's a gay destination. Yeah. You know, I feel like that would be That some... would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I was thinking something a little closer, oh, a little okay. less gas. Um, I was thinking ah. like Charlotte or like Atlanta even. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. But I'm not opposed to, what about Texas? We could go visit Charles. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they got gay pride there, Charles. Yeah, <laughs> um, but definitely one of those because i mean i'm reggie's mentioned a couple times that trey wanted to go to atlanta for pride mm -hmm. yeah so, so that would be um i think that'd be like the most uh tangible realistic i wonder if that's going to be like uh one of the first times that we all like get back together again like it, it will probably be like some sort of like pride or something that would be i i feel like that would um getting the know. gang back together yeah i I think full circle moment is like not the word I'm looking for, um, but that sounds like the most fitting. Like I feel like everybody would yeah. drop their stuff for that. Yeah, you know. I, yeah, everybody I think would be on board. Yeah, given we can all take time off work mm -hmm. and whatever, like an event, gay shit, new city, <laughs> with like you know, like I guess like a whole new demographic that you can open up your little basically pokedex for <laughs> right oh my god mm -hmm. all right well until next time everybody but
Balenciaga. Balenciaga. <laughs>